0: <laughs> what's so up perfect. scott scott what's going on man
1: <laughs> introduce the do the do the little music thing let's do the music let's smile let's, let's show how we smile let's show them the truth behind the scenes ready ready show, show, you ready
0: What's going on, Mr. Sgoyat? How are you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing good. I do I had a beautiful day, lots of productive work. Um just a wonderful day. Um, yeah. How about you? Just a wonderful day. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Unfiltered Experience. It is
0: Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your place for unfiltered experiences, unfiltered conversations to bring you the truth, to bring you the perspective shifts that you need to have in your life to take your life to the next kick-ass level. Myself, Christopher Roush, along with Mr. Scott Goyette, tonight are going to have an unfiltered conversation that is designed to really move you to change and think about where it is that you draw the line in your life. So, man, I'm doing awesome. I'm going to sit here and share with you guys. Here's uh, I'm out camping, so if you guys can't tell, so I'm out here camping. So, uh, as in usual style, Scott and I did not want to uh, necessarily do a replay. We just wanted to come to you live. So, apologies if there's any intermittence in my connectivity, but uh, there will be no interruptions in my connectivity of the conversation tonight. So, we appreciate you guys, whether you're here live or on the replay. We see we got Glenda already in the house. We got Mary Kay in the house. She says, gentlemen. Um, so thank you so much. We got Randy in the house, says, uh, good evening, my friends. So, yes, we're out hey, here Randy. camping. I, I I'm going to be very, very transparent already. Coach DC says it's going to be a great show. Um, I've been drinking since noon, so yeah, you want to talk about unfiltered? Yeah, let's get on with it. So, um, no man, it's great. You know, it's I'm just sitting here by the fire. Here's a little fire. I was actually oh, yeah. trying, I was trying to set up my computer, 2 be told I was trying to set up my computer to have it all like perfectly displayed, but my computer was not operating, the Wi Fi on the campground was not operating. So I was like, you know what, we're just going to do it straight from our phone straight from my heart to your heart, Scott. So um, yeah, it's a beautiful day. So I know that um, we wanted to talk about where do we draw the line in our life. Um, Lead us off in the conversation, man. So I'm gonna
1: back up for a tiny bit before we jump into that. So today was an interesting day that will segue nicely into the things we're going to chat about today. So We've had a lot of losses over the last year, and we've all talked about that. We've all been in a struggle with COVID, with um, being stuck at home, work situations different, people passing away. And it's been you know, pretty much a nightmare for at least if not just ourselves, for extended family. We know somebody who's been struggling. So today is the birthday of my father-in-law who passed away this year. And one of the things that we wanted to do, and Chris and I, we had a show about him honoring Max Friedman. But um, we had an intuitive, a medium come to connect us to him today. And, you know, one of the things that was beautiful was just really trying to, you know, feel who's supporting us from beyond, who's there, who's helping pull us to where we're going to be next. And not so much that they're gone, but much the opposite, that they're the leader. They're the person who's the pioneer who took the step to go there and go to places that uh, we haven't seen yet. And so... Maybe we're leaders in our own right right now and doing what we're here doing on earth, but there's those of us who have already passed on. And so today was a very beautiful day for me. Um, and I really enjoyed seeing my wife and my mom, my mother in law in good spirits and seeing them connect to something that means so much to them. So it was actually making me think even more of what we're talking about today. I also had two fantastic business calls with groups that I'm going to be working with, um, bringing the Go Love Now program to. And I was really trying to figure something out because we talk about empathy, compassion, how much we love yeah. everybody. And there's no doubt that you and I have huge, huge hearts and love the shit out of people, period. There's no question. Yep. But there's also the behind the scenes Chris and Scott conversations of what do we really tolerate? Where do we draw the line? And I was really thinking of Max would always say, like, you know, I can't stand that. That's ridiculous. Like I was hearing his voice of things that he wouldn't accept. And I really wanted to do this show once again, I guess, in honor of him and anybody who's passed on, because we've got to make some shifts in this world. And there's a point to where we say, you differ in opinion, you differ in belief system. And then that is downright dangerous to humanity. And that's kind of a serious topic. And I know you've been drinking and I'm going to have a drink right now, too. But I think we've got to figure out where that line just might be. kick us Unstoppable. So where that line might be, and even if it just gets the conversation going, um, let's talk about that. Because not just in the micro in our own personal lives, but what's happening in the masses of what we'll tolerate. Because I listen to two sides saying the other side is going to end the world and screw the world up. And I can really, I I must be missing something because one side seems batshit crazy to me. That's where I want to start. And we usually don't go this route. And you've been drinking, so let's go there. So what's the question? Here's your question, Chris. At what point does somebody say something and you say, that's just a difference in opinion versus time the F out. That opinion is literally going to create some chaos or potential danger that could make this world a Worst place for my child, and I'll no longer accept your difference in opinion as opinion because it's downright dangerous and I believe to be incorrect.
0: Mm, wow, that's a deep, heavy question. Should we no, hold this off till next way. week? Or
1: are you ready for that? <laughs> no, no, no,
0: I'm, no I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, it's uh, you know, when we think about where we draw the line. There's so many different facets to it and i was thinking about it as i was riding my bike around here at the campground with jackson and i'm like you know where where i think about drawing the line in my own life is the fact that that line is constantly changing as i change like when i think about what the, what crossing the line or where i would draw the line when i was 30 is much different now at 52 where i would draw the line and because it's for different reasons it's for different impacts you know obviously being a parent having a five-year-old son where do I draw the line at is obviously, you know, a lot of inhumanity to any kids, you know, sex trafficking, everything else that, that is going on against kids. The fact that parents are being stupid and lazy and not paying attention to their kids during a time where their kids need them more than ever than before. Where do I draw the line? I mean, for me, it, it, it goes to, it goes to when there's like an intentional cruelty to hurt somebody from a basis of being hurt themselves. That's where I, I for me I think about like, you know, that, you know, we know that hurt people hurt people, of course. And when I see that there is such a uh, divisiveness, and again, I don't I don't look as much at the politics, I don't look as much at anything in those terms, as most people do. So like I'm out here camping, I see there's a diverse culture of people, I see different flags waving, but I know that I, I, I believe in my heart that if something happened right now, there wouldn't be anybody that would be walking up and going, okay, who did you vote for? And what's your stance on vaccines? I oh, yeah. think everybody in this place would come over here and say, hey, what can I do to help? And I think that's the greater thing that's going on in the world today is that 80% of us are really, really good people. I was arguing with my wife earlier, she's not here right now, so she can't defend herself. But I said, you know, she goes, you know, about the divisiveness and about the 50-50. And I said, I truly, 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 truly with all my heart believe that 80%, if not more, of the world all are really, really good people. And the 20 other percent of us, the other 23% of the people that are being um, glorified in the news media and everything else, those are the ones that need our help the most they don't need us to ostracize them they need us to reach out to them and say hey listen let me understand where it is that you've been through because you and i have had these conversations for me the greatest healing that i've had is to understand where my mom was what steps she went through for me to have empathy and forgiveness for her so for me that's kind of where i stand it's like trying to understand where people are at and but for me it's like when it's intentional cruelty against other people that's where i draw the line what about you
1: No, I like that. I like that a lot. Intentionality is huge in that. Um, I guess the thing that's been, and you know this is Bryn brewing in me for a long time because you catch the other side of it. I always have frustration when people are true leaders and have a natural gravitation and people will follow them. And so when they're standing in front of other people, I've watched a lot of leaders get very excited of the fact that their group is building. And so they constantly do the feeder shit they're like something that creates an emotion they're like yeah look at this or or you know go, you know what's it let's go brandon or they're just throwing things out there to just fuel the flames and and i have a real issue with that because if you can tell me you're somebody who believes in love and not fear and you're constantly saying things that are doing nothing but creating a divide i have to really question your leadership and i'll say that to yes. every one of these people that have podcasts that we know and i'm tired of it I, I literally think they sound like children. I think they reverted back to a space where they're they're missing what humanity really is. And honestly, it makes me nauseous. It really does. And this is what I would challenge people to start thinking. If you're one of those people, or if you follow those podcasts, or if you know who I'm talking about, if you look at a show like um, what is it? Um Hannity's got that show now. Is it Hannity or what's the other guy? The other one, whatever which one one it is. Never said the The the, the Fox guy who's got the Patriot Purge out, um, he's got a show called the Patriot Purge, which essentially says that January 6th was a false flag and that it was literally a honeypot set up to destroy Trump supporters. And what they're really trying to do is they're trying to set up people. So when things come out about the insurrection and more information comes out, they're literally trying to intentionally set up the situation to say see they're just lying to us it's more people lying to us and they're distorting truth and it's literally it's very frustrating to watch leaders not look closely yeah mary kate she's saying having a platform is a huge responsibility i mean here's the thing you don't hear chris or i say a lot of what to think ever and i'm watching a lot of other people say more and more of what to think Follow me. Look at this. Do this. And here's what I think with that. I think that's absolutely bullshit because that's one dimension, one perspective point of all of humanity telling you to follow me. Guys, I have no clue what you think of this earth or what you see in this world. All I can tell you is what I see. So I'm telling you based on what I see, my frustrations, my irritations, what I would do in a certain leadership role showing you what I do in a leadership role with a certain platform where I'm not telling you what to think but I am telling you what pisses me off and what pisses me off is people using a platform to take people to a place of fear while accusing people of being fearful sheep I'm I'm, I'm missing something there you can't sit and create a space of fear instead of creating a space of love while calling other people sheep saying they're afraid At some point, we just need to start speaking what Chris was just saying. Sitting at a campground, there's a bunch of people with different beliefs. We're all human, how do we interconnect? Who is it? What is it? What force is trying to divide us? And yelling, let's go Brandon, or Patriot Purge, or everybody's lying to us, or the world is evil, or watch out for the dark forces. Guys, we are the force. Humanity is the force. I mean, rise up and be the change, be the love. I I just, it's hurting me. It's hurting me inside. And that's why I'm trying to figure out where to draw the line because I'm trying not to let the anger come out in me. And I'm trying to keep the love there and remove any fear, anger, sadness. And I'm trying to just be filled with love. And there's moments where I see stuff on social media, I hear people talk and I just get very frustrated with it. So what would you tell me as a friend, Chris? How do I don't want to manage that? Because how do I maintain, or how does somebody like me or somebody like you maintain leading, speaking the right things, and not getting attached to the negativity of others? And where is that line where we say enough is enough?
0: Wow, Mr. Scott Goya, you just asked me the question that I think the entire world would want to know the answer to. So thank you very much for dropping that on me. I appreciate that. That's a good one. Uh, I'm- <laughs> I'm like, yeah, a little intoxicated. Let me drop that one. I actually have some thoughts on it. Um, uh, Mary Kay says here, I'm going to try to read this. Uh, Look for the kindness. uh, Press them for their kindness and their uh, batshit crazy view. This is my uh, challenge to people. I don't agree with thoughts. You know what? It's absolutely true, Mary Kay. Thank you so much for that. We got Brian in the house. He says, what's up? Hey, fellas. Thank you, Brian, for being here. Appreciate you guys. And, and again, you guys are a part of this conversation. So please, please, please ask your questions, engage with us. You know, this is a very serious conversation that we're having. And I appreciate you, Scott, for bringing this up because it is it is something we, you and I have been talking about in the back channels and, and trying to determine, you know, like I told you, I had somebody, you know, probably a month or two ago sitting there saying, you know, calling me out privately on a Facebook chat saying, you know, Chris, you talk about what's in uh, there. I think they're kind of a stalker in a way. Um, and, and, but they're, they're cool people, but I think they don't like me, but they're trying to like me. And they're like, you talk about being, you know, you, you talk about fighting for what's right, what's fair and, 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 and risking for which that mattered. Yet. I look at your commentary. I look at your videos. I look at your shows. And while you are very, you know, uh, uh, confident in your opinion, you're very direct in your approach. You know, I never see you really particularly take a stance on anything. And, you know, what is it that you're teaching your son and you and I, Scott, have had this conversation, Defense. And, you know, yeah, get off it, the fence. It, it, it was it was very it was very eye opening to me. Like I shared with you, I'm like fuck. You know, am I being a hypocrite? Am I might be one of those guys that's like trying to make everybody because I was a people pleaser. I am a people pleaser. I still am to the to a certain extent, not as much as I used to be. Hey, 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 hey! I'm trying to have a show over here. People in that <laughs> campground. Shit, I'm serious. You know. Um, so when I so when I thought about that, I actually felt, and you and I have had this conversation because I've been like, I. I know I can be very, very direct and very opinionated in a lot of this stuff. You and I have these conversations. Um, and I told the guy, I replied I replied back. Sorry about that. I replied back and I said, you know what? Here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be the bridge in between a co- the supposed two sides of the world that 50% of us don't agree, 50% of us want us gone, whatever it is. I said, I want to be the guide. I want to be the bridge that helps When whatever side it is, whether it's the people on quote unquote my side who think that vaccinations are okay, the fact that I don't have polio, I'm pretty cool with that, you know, shit like that. The fact that, you know, people are sitting there saying, well, it's unscientific" and all this other shit. Half of the stuff that happens in the hospital is not FDA approved. So ladies and gentlemen, when you're in there and they're trying to save your life, they're doing it with FDA non-approved situations um, to save your life. You know, that's kind of just my thought on that. Um, But again, I go back to, you know, whatever it is that you've been indoctrinated in your in your life and you and i've talked about this the conditioning process is so massively important if i grew up and i'm not i'm not going to i don't want to be stereotypical but if i grew up in the south let's just say i grew up in the south where all of my friends and all of my family were gun owners and they went out and hunted and they all believed in in the republican way and they all believed in you know if you're not with us you're against us and, and If I grew up in that situation, might I be like those people now, especially if it's generations and generations? Of course I would. So can I have anger and animosity for the fact that they think differently than I do, even though it is detrimental to society? I have to have empathy and compassion for the fact that they have been brainwashed into thinking a certain way and not being, not being, having afforded the opportunity to be open-minded and to have the opportunity to see things from different perspectives. You and I both have grown up in situations where me personally i hated everybody i thought everybody was stupid and i thought everybody was out to get me but through my own journey and my own desire to look at and seek to understand from other people before to be understood which was contradictory to my mom's upbringing if i had grown up and chosen to be like her and say you know what mom's always right i would be an asshole i would be a fucking asshole i would not have love and empathy for people but it was because i decided to change what it was that was going on in me to have that love and empathy for other people but at the same time of course, if people are out there directly hurting and inciting anger in other people, you saw my post. I'm like, if you're out there to do that, fuck fuck the fuck off. And I saw that I had lost like 25 friends. And I'm like, okay with that. I'm like, good, you weren't my friends. That's okay. Be on your own journey. Go do the things you need to do because ultimately, and again, something you and I have talked about, and I was just reminded the other day, listening to Bernie, I was listening to Brene Brown's uh, book, uh, Braving the Wilderness, again. And the fact that we all have to go through our own situations, we have to go through our own learning opportunities to realize what it is that we're, that we're deficient in, or what it is that we're strong in. So perhaps the people that are going through this right now need to have that, that massive awakening wherever it is that's going to happen for them to learn and grow in their own journey. And maybe on the contrary, maybe it's going to be our side. Maybe it's going. Maybe JFK is still alive. Maybe, you know, you know, I don't know, maybe aliens walk them us. You know, I don't know. I sit there and try to keep an open mind, but I know for one thing, And I was talking to somebody the other day. They were so distraught about all of this stuff. I'm like, you're literally killing yourself. I told her this on Zoom. You're literally killing yourself by being so fearful and so worried about what the small percentage of whatever the news media, whatever social media wants to see. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I see beautiful people. We may not agree, but I see beautiful people. And I think that's what the world is made of. It's beautiful people. I think the microcosm is what's going on social media and the news. What about you, brother?
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. So, so, you know, I'm a big fan of not being somebody who sits on the fence, but you've actually brought me to a space of understanding the value of sitting on the fence at times, because then you can breathe the manager of the bridge. And so to be that person, who, well, you taught, directs, you
0: taught me that you taught me that through love and fear.
1: So, 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 so here's the irony there. I teach you that through very, you know, a theoretical, beautifully written, articulate, nice shit. And you do it in practice. Cause when I start, like I, I understand it, I speak it. And there's moments where the, the older me like the, so think of this. Okay. We've talked about emotions, emotions are energy and motion. They're, they're, they're moving. And so when, when we grow up and we're told I've got to be strong and I can't show this. So if I have sadness and anger and fear in me, I've had this beautiful mask that has been flawlessly developed so you can see exactly what I want you to see. So you see me and go, oh, there's a smart young man who's articulate, who's made some money. He's a great guy. Meanwhile, I want to rip everyone's throats out because there's these things I have not polished up. So when I'm sitting here, listening to people go, just say things that make no sense to me With what I see as zero thought. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm two seconds away from just losing my shit at all times. And the beautiful thing about this is I have to go back in and I have to go. What I was telling everybody to do is do the work. You know, in my coaching, I was talking about doing the work, do the work, do the work. And I do it. And I'm glad that you found Joseph Campbell through Finding Joe because I had been reading and oh, studying that shit years ago. And huge. that's the whole point. So you brought up a wonderful point of everybody is going through their specific journey, their hero's journey. And so if in somebody's journey, they believe that the story is that they're supposed to be, you know, in some QAnon journey and that's the reality. As batshit crazy as that is and as insane as that is, what about the day somebody said, let's take flight? That was crazy. So in the defense, it's hard to defend, but somebody got to that point. What I would recommend and what I'm trying to practice that I preach is this if you're blessed enough to be more capable in thought, if you're blessed enough to be more emotionally balanced, if you're blessed enough to be supposedly more intelligent that you can lead, then rather than criticize and denounce and crush, then lead. And Chris and I talk about this all the time. The victim in the, in the whole story keeps saying, Oh, poor me, poor me. These people suck. The sophomore, the step up is the person who steps up and says, wow, a bunch of idiots. You guys are idiots. You guys are stupid. The savior is the person who comes in with all the say the solutions. Do this, do this, do this, do this. But no one wants to listen to that person telling you all the things you need to do. And there's a lot of saviors out there butting heads right now. The true difference maker is the player. The person who practices what they preach. So while Chris might not be taking a stance on something, he's clarifying that he's managing the bridge. He's trying to be there so that both sides can communicate. So he's a broker of effective communication that, that that's a role. And that's a beautiful role. Um, that's not the role for everybody. There's warriors out there. There's people who take different stances, but that's a role. Mm-hmm. And being consistent with that and in an integrity with that is beautiful. For me, what I'm trying to figure out at this point is there's a part of me that feels like it's pure warrior, but I shut that part off of me because I always saw it as fighting and attacking. Now I'm trying to figure out where is that line where I step up at certain points and choose my battles and say, that's absolute bullshit. You're completely. And I'll tell you one of the lines right now is that Patriot Purge movie. I'm thoroughly disgusted that somebody is saying um, we're the party of of love and this is the party of hate. And where What is that? I, don't it? I
0: have no idea what that is. Patriot I haven't seen it yet, ever yet ever but ever? I will
1: watch it because I like to know what both sides are seeing. Um, what is it? Is it Hannity? What's the guy that i never, never heard of it? The I Fox don't. guy, the Fox guy that everybody that everybody follows. I mean, dude, we know all the all the podcast hosts who are friends; they follow him. So, okay. so he's puts this thing out called Patriot Purge that essentially denounces the insurrection is not an insurrection but a honey pot attempt of people were lured there. By the cia the fbi um trump supporters so that in essence what would happen is they'd do something wrong so they could say see i told you so about trump oh like a setup yeah and i'm like yeah thoroughly amongst other things and what they're doing is they're putting it out there so that once all the information comes out to prove all these things have happened which they're slowly taking their time doing now what's going to happen is going to go oh we knew it was a setup so they can denounce it all it's literally I'm watching this and I'm thinking of you know 1930s and 1940s Germany and how it's literally a head game of how you become a fascist state. And I'm I'm sitting here going, How is this happening? And all I want people to start doing is ask a simple question. Who is really leading with love and who is trying to manipulate you through fear? And I know somebody's gonna come and go through fear well, what about Biden? Because he's taking us and making us be afraid by getting the vaccine. I'm not talking about that one individual. I'm talking about massive groups. If you've got a group of people who are saying, there's this group that's so crazy and the only thing that will validate us is to screw the libs or hate the libs or F the libs. If your whole goal in life is to F somebody else, (laughs) I mean, I'm asking you an honest question. You know what my goal in life is? to understand others, to reignite our oneness, to remove the emotions that don't feel any feel good anymore. And you know how I want that to happen. I want that for all of us to share our brilliance period and just connect. And there's going to be a moment. I'll, i I know who I am. If I so, <laughs> understand as nicely as possible, if, if people want to get to the space where fighting is what happens All right. If people want to get to a space, I never want to get there ever in our lifetime. I want to be in a space where we can just look into each other's eyes and say, fellow human, you are beautiful. You are brilliant. Share with me your brilliance. That's it. Why we are so far removed from that is literally killing me. And when I look at influencers, podcast hosts, sharing these speeches from these people who are just spewing propaganda or saying, go check out Patriot purge and saying that after some of these people just had COVID, I'm just, I'm just blown away. I'm literally blown away. I I sit here and I'm not even sure how to take it. I, I, one of the things I've been doing all week is going, is this the real world? Are these people, (laughs) are these people literally leading are they leading certain people? Are people following them? And it literally blows my mind that of all the people you could follow, that's who you're following because they just use a good lead word. I'm not even sure what my next question or comment is, Chris, because I'm trying to just be cool, calm, and collected. I'm gonna have a sip of beer. Well,
0: well, stop being cool, calm, and collected. This is the unfiltered experience. You know what? For me, what 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 you're saying and what I think about is the fact that I think I said it before. I can't remember what was this. I mean, earlier, but we go go back to the root. Let's go back to the root of what's going on. You and I have had this conversation. The root of what's going on in today's society and today's world is not about what the surface level conversation is. It's not about COVID. It's not about vaccines. It's not about political stuff. It's about what's in here. It's about the unhealed hurt that has happened, the childhood trauma that we've carried around with us from zero to five, that we've carried around for the rest of our lives, that we have magnified the truth which is not even the truth anymore, to be such a story of victimhood that there are two different types of people out in the world today. There are the people that are going to blame, and there are the people that are going to take responsibility. There are the people that are going to say love, like we talk about, go love now, and there's going to be people that are going to go out there and they're going to say hate. They're going to think that their their role and their responsibility in this world is, and I just heard this, my wife just told me this the other day, she goes, did you hear that there was some sort of meeting or some sort of symposium, or whatever it was, and that somebody got up in the audience and said, when can we start just killing Democrats? And she told me that she saw this on a thing that, they, that somebody took a video of this and somebody was at this one of these Patriot things and said, when can we just start killing Dems or something like that? And I was like, you're kidding me, right? And I thought she was, of course, she goes, no, they're actually getting up and saying that. And my first immediate thought was like, wow, how disturbed does that person have to be to really think that it's a really that much of it's that it's that much us versus them. And where is that person coming from? It's not about politics. That person is like jumping on a bandwagon to say, we're going to go out there. We're going to right all these wrongs of, of, of our group and all the people that, in our group that have been wronged and victimized. And we're going to set the, the story right. So for me, in, in understanding and going back to that, see, first to understand. If I had been in their their situation, if I if I tuned into all the different stations that they are tuning into, and listening to all the propaganda, and listening to all the truths, listening. I mean, like I was. I mean, let's talk about Candace Owens. When I first heard of Candace Owens, I was like, Oh my True. God, she's so she's so articulate, and she's yeah. got a, She's got a great art. But but I I drank the punch. I was like oh the God, ultimate is, gaslighter. She's fantastic. Yeah. And so for me, it wasn't until I had a black friend that goes, no, dude, 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 go read these things. So I was educated. But the problem is that nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, that's a generalization. Most people don't want to be educated. Most people want to have their convictions and their opinions and that we're going to do this because the ultimate outcome is going to benefit me because I'm not going to take responsibility for my life. I'm going to get a benefit from us versus them. And for me, that troubles my heart. You know that, dude. You know that we talk about this all the time, that the fact that my son's five years old and I think about that when his son or his daughter is in school, I want the history books to say that we all got our collective shit together and it wasn't about us versus them. And that people started realizing that we are more the same than we are different. Whether we're Buddhist, whether we're Hindu, whatever different religion we have, God has multiple addresses. I was just talking with somebody the other day that we were talking about the difference of religion. And I said, correct me if I'm wrong. I said, but all religions basically say the same fucking thing i said the problem is that some people prescribe to only certain portions of that then they bestow upon the rest of it like oh if you're not this then you're that because it's coming from a place of hurt it's coming from a place of victimhood so my belief and my truth and my wish for every single fucking person i know it's not our audience specifically that's watching this but my message and my truth that for all of us to go out there communicate to other people is like shut the fuck up about everybody else work on yourself is your own family is your own marriage is your own relationship with your kids is your own relationship with your parents in good standing are you an effective contributor to the community to the, to the to the to the uh to the community in which you live in not trying to change the world with your with your keyboard warrior bullshit but is your house in order because we often we know that you don't throw don't, don't throw stones through a glass house from a glass house um so for me that's my ideal wish is that people would sit there and start with from within but honestly, Scott, to your point, and I ignore this, we talked about this, they're, they're, maybe we need to come to a point where so many people are so fucked up that maybe that 2% that, that are, they're, you know, according to me, the 80-20 rule, maybe those people need to go out there and do some really stupid shit to think that they're right and they're going to learn their lesson and that they're going to get corrected and we're going to have to go through a bunch of shit to heal, but ultimately 20, 30 years from now, we can look back and say, hey, we healed through that trauma because when we look through the history books, of course, we have grown through all the different tragedies that have happened in our world, and we've become smarter for it. So that's my particular hope. Um, in some days, like you and I have talked about, some days I just want to publicly come out and go, fuck, I mean, I just, the post. I know I lost it 20 people when I sat there and said, if you're against, if you're spreading hate, fuck, fuck the fuck off. And I watched my numbers went down because I purposely took a screenshot of it. And I'm like, that's okay. Those are the people that I know weren't meant to be my friends. So... In the end of the day, I just and we've talked about this is that i just I just hold out for the moments like I know this moment right now is guaranteed I got this moment right now, but tomorrow may be a different situation, so as much as I can hold on to the moments as much as I can make a different impact in the world, and as much as that people sit there and see me and they go, "You know what I've learned from you Chris i've learned that you know I don't need to be so judgmental i don't I, I need to seek first to understand because had I not been through had I been through their experiences, might I be like them, yeah." And for me, that's where I start to heal. But definitely I understand you. Some days I want to throw a punch a motherfucker for saying something online. I'm like, you stupid. Duck. But then I'm like, all right. And I, and I always say this, too. I can't guarantee what I might be tomorrow. I might come out and just go like, if you believe this, you're all fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've chatted for enough.
1: So I'm going to go back to the boring stuff that I started with when we first started doing Friday Night lives, because I think it's time for that stuff to come back. <clears throat> So I was talk It's not boring, actually. It's just it's just blah blah blah, blah, blah. it's important stuff. So uh, I always share about extending the sense of self. I think one of the things that's happening. I don't think I, I see it. I witness it. Oh look at that little buddy, little doggy boy. That's my boy. So I I think that uh, the moment that the willingness comes to extend the sense of self. You know, the world isn't Scott. The world isn't Scott and Chris. It's not Scott and Chris and everybody who's listening today. It's not Scott and Chris and everybody who's listening today and our families. It's all of humanity. It's beyond that. It's all that exists that's seen and unseen. So that's everything. We include everything. Once you start thinking from a perspective that you're a part of all that's seen and unseen, just sit there for a minute. Meditate on that. If you're all part of all that's seen and unseen, can you accept a politician who says, grab them by the blank? Can you accept a politician who says, you know, making fun of somebody who's got a disability? Can you accept any of these things from anybody that is out of line with a sense of self that that's all of us? And, and I don't get how we've gotten here. But what I can tell you is this, when I see somebody who doesn't make any sense to me, the first thing I want to do is make sense of them. So even when I just said to Chris, with are the Patriot purge, the first thing I said was, I'm going to go watch that. Why? I already heard it's ridiculous. It makes no sense. But here's what I want to do. I want to watch it so I can understand what is being fed to another group and I can understand how to educate beyond it. And, and that's been my stance my whole life. And so what I would ask everybody to do is start to extend the sense of self. Think that you're a deep connected piece of all that is seen and unseen. So those things that you see that you don't like, that's something that you could become. So how do we, I don't want to say remove it because we're not trying to remove it. How do we educate in effort to better it? How do we enlighten it? How do we shine light upon it? Because while one group is saying, let's remove... I've never once said, let's kill all people. I don't agree with it. I can't even get there. Like, do I want to maybe punch someone in the face? Sure. But that's just the boy in me. That's what we are. We're we're men. We're we're little animals. We run around punch you. (laughs) And then we'll be like, my bad. I didn't mean to punch you. Um, That's what we do. But I don't ever want to see any harm, like real harm come to anybody. What I want to see is transition. I want to see growth. I want to see the beauty come out that... just don't want to see the hurt my my hurt is not going to disappear or dissipate because your hurt somehow grows ever and so when i hear the let's go brandon or f this group or those guys are idiots or if you believe in this you're a waron," i'm just like at what point is that ever going to better our country 50 something percent of the people aren't leaving this country and you saying we're gonna buy more guns, we're gonna do this, at what point does that create any resolve? It doesn't, and so I guess what I want to encourage anybody who hears this to do is extend the sense of self, do everything you can to be empathetic to all. If somebody's doing something that seems really outlandish. I'll tell you a quick story though. something I saw today, a video. And, and this is what it makes me think of there was a guy who the police busted in his door because they got a wellness call and they busted in his door and he had a black eye and there was a dead girl on his couch and they interrogated him. <laughs> he had a black
0: eye and a dead girl on yeah, his couch? it's a true story. So they, okay. it's a
1: true story. So they busted in. So they're interrogating him for like 10 hours and he's just saying things that make no sense. He's like, "Uh, I don't know if she was dead. Is she dead? And so long story short, he kept saying, someone shot me with an arrow in the face. And they're like, whatever. Finally, they look closely. There's bullet holes. Someone broke in. They thought he killed his girlfriend and she tried to punch him in the face and defend himself. He was shot in the face. Someone broke into his place, shot him in the face and killed his girlfriend. But he was literally numb. He couldn't think straight. So he was just saying stupid things. Here's what I want to say right now. Whatever dark force has shot a good chunk of America and the world in the face by us constantly interrogating and saying, we want to put you in jail or we want to destroy you, which they were trying to do this kid. Why don't we go put some love on them? Why don't we go help in the healing process? You've been shot. Things (laughs) aren't making sense. Something's been infused in you that doesn't make sense. I'm going to give it my heart and soul to start speaking a little bit more love, compassion. And here's the thing. One thing I am seeing, and I know you are seeing the same thing. You brought up a good point, the zero to five. A lot of these th- things stem from zero to five, correct? Also, in addition to that, a lot of people were just fed up with government. I fully agree with that. So the other group <laughs> saying that government's disgusting and there's an elite group running everything and they're taking our money. This has been going on since the beginning of time. I'm on board with you. Now this is where we went awry. The group who's running the government goes, "Shit, they're on to us. Let's split them and make them both both think they're fighting for truth." That's what's happening right now.
0: Oh yeah, it's all it's all you're to, to that point, dude. That is what we are being manipulated. Ah, hundred percent. Every we are being manipulated by all the news media. Yeah. We, we we are to a point now. We do not know who and what to trust and actually barb and i were talking about this have you seen this i have not se- i did not know what it's called um what the fuck is it called now i just forgot the name where you can duplicate somebody um like they could go on go on and be tom cruise have you seen your stuff
1: it? You, no have you seen that so i was actually there in I've, dallas have you seen they, they I, actually she's she an, an actual I person or just no yeah actually
0: you know that actually the 3d they, they, image I, yeah, you could I can that, that technology, and, and, I, I and met they, the guy she, who
1: created that technology in Dallas. So, I'll just tell you a story about that. The guy created that technology cuz U2 couldn't make a concert. The first time it was used, U2 was supposed to come over to make a concert and appearance in in uh, New York City, and they couldn't be there, and they demoed it. They put the 3D hologram images on the stage, and everyone thought it was them. It was so fucking realistic. No, this is not even a hologram. Not this like is that. I
0: can't. I, I. It's. I can't remember the fucking name. She's not I don't want right to be now. duped. But it. But anyways, no. I can sit there and go as long as I sound like Tom Cruise. It's like a video. Image, it looks like me as being Tom Cruise saying these things.
1: So like. Oh no, I know what you're Yeah, no, they've been doing that with yep. Bill Gates, and they, they they were doing that with Gates they, they, forever. They, Just, they did. They did with Biden. But there's. But,
0: the, but my point is the fact that we, the people who Lonnie are Lonnie sounds like he with, knows what it is whatever 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 we're watching whatever you and i are watching whatever everybody else is watching they're believing that as their truth they are seeing that fundamentally from their core as the truth mm-hmm. like I, barb just showed me this i, I thought she was joking that people showed up because they still thought that jfk jr was still alive and all this other stuff and that john F. In my was still running and, and i i i was like you're kidding me right and she showed me the thing that people showed up and i'm like a lot of people that's that that's that's their truth that is those people's truth we are not going to win those people over we are not going to win those people over what we can do now and i i this is going to be one of my big targets in 2022 is the fact that it's about the youth it's about the kids now all of us who still have our wherewithals need to be mentoring need to be active in our youth's life whether we're parents at pta conferences we need to be there for our kids because our kids are being poured into the same shit that those people were poured into. So unless we disrupt that pattern of knowledge and that pattern of education, that, power, that that knowledge of truth, we will continue to have this cycle through. As far as government, and everything else goes, absolutely. They, they, there should be term limits in there. That is fundamentally it's bullshit. And I see what the I saw the other day what the recipe is for bringing Trump back, and and they're trying to win all these different little things. That that is like psychologically to me so fucked up. And so unbelievable, it's like, okay, but then again, do I ask myself, am I I saw that there's there's open seats in my city council, there's open seats in my own city. Am I doing anything? No. If I'm not doing anything, then why should I be allowed to bitch about not being a part of the solution? Of course, I'm doing stuff like this and raising awareness, but fundamentally, if we're that mad, we all need to get active into our political system and be able to overturn a lot of the shit that's happening that is going to create a society potentially we're not gonna be, yeah. you know, proud of.
1: We need to pick a vehicle or some vehicles like here's the thing, too. We don't want to create burnout in ourselves either, because like you brought up a very good point too. enjoying the moments and and taking care of what's in your own backyard is crucial. So you got to take care of yourself, allocate a certain amount of additional time that you can plug in to support the causes you believe in and go do a podcast, go be down at City Hall, go be on the school board, like figure that out. But you've got to do something. If every person just did something, it's massive. You want to check in with some of the comments
0: yeah i was just uh, i was just you said that i Lon- can read them lonnie, is, um,
1: lonnie uh, was talking about when you were sharing about um oh that people, people desire, desire relief
0: cover, hope pride uh yeah absolutely uh but you had said that uh and thank you for all of you guys being here tonight uh sounds like the three topics conditioning domestication and printing actually i've got all right ladies and gentlemen here we are live on the that's
1: why i put mine on just
0: in uh, case Oh, yep, uh, conditioning, domestication, imprinting, subjugation, and individual substrate, ooh, deep. Uh, now split the alligators and the crocodiles, uh, same medium for, yeah, life, split, absolutely. Um, inspirational insights, emotional laws, and constant fear mongering. You know, it's, it, it, really is, it really is ultimately about the fact of, of, and you and I talk about this, is what we focus on is what's gonna materialize. so if i wake up every single day and i think that the world is out to get me and i think that there is half the people out there the world who identify as a democrat or republican or whatever it is tall short straight gay if they're out to get me then my fight or flight is going to enact and engage and is going to want to defend and you know and potentially where my hurt is to cause harm when i when barb showed me that i was like i was literally taken aback i'm like that person just because. I have a different political belief thinks I should be dead? Wow, is my head in the sand? Do I need to start sitting there thinking to myself, like, okay, if a Republican disagrees with me, should I shoot them? Is that the thought philosophy that's going on? No, that's a microcosm of what's going on in the world. And if we all all focus on that, that's what we're gonna see. But for me, and, and thanks to you and thanks to so many other people, I sit there around, I see everybody, I'm like, I know that we disagree but I know that if I fall down in the middle of the park right now, you're going to have my back. And to the point, I was talking to somebody the other day, we're talking about family, you know, how many, how many families have been destroyed or severely hurt by what's going on. And I sit there and I think about like, um, you know, if I, if I'm thinking I'm a part of a particular group, right. Okay. I'm a vaccinator. You know, my vaccinator people have my back. Um, I know that if I wind up in a hospital, even though my brother-in-law disagrees with me and does not carry the same values, if I need him to watch Jackson, he will be there in a New York second. He will be there in a New York second. Even though we disagree on religion, he wouldn't allow me in his house when all these different things that if something happened, I know he would be there. And so we're disregarding family because we have differences of, of opinions and whatever. But back in the day, we all used to be able to get in a group and talk about those things and argue and shout and come away from the agreement table going, hey, you know what, hey, thanks a lot, have a great night. But now we're just like, oh, I'm just all butthurt because you don't agree with me. Well, if we're not agreed with then maybe it's something we need to look with inside of ourselves to figure out what it is that we may may be ignoring. So that's the way I look at it. And I think that we should have more conversations like this. So I'm glad that you brought this up for tonight, that we could have this and we should have more of these conversations on our show because we have the platform, like Lonnie was saying before, we have the platform to be able to have some of these uncomfortable conversations. So there's people that we don't agree with we should have them on the show and say, listen, you know what? We don't agree with your platform and your style and whatever else. Help us understand what it is that you're really trying to communicate. And perhaps we're going to find out that it's a lot of what we what we believe in as well. But it's just the directive of where they're coming at and coming from that we can potentially maybe have an impact on. What do you think?
1: No, I agree with you. And, and, and the thing is, you know, I'm a, a skilled wordsmith with people in the right situation. So, like, if I was with the people who I have something to get across to, I'm going to do it. And so, if there's somebody that Jackson around the background, I can see him back there. Um oh, he was, I saw him back there. He on the other side, he season two. He's like, "That's Jackson." Um, oh, uh, I know my kid.
0: dog's going crazy. My dog's <laughs> but, um, going crazy.
1: <laughs> but so, when we're thinking of um, how it is that we need to communicate and, and share and encourage and uh, connect with people, it's it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to do because and just lose my train. I'm literally watching Jackson and I'm like seeing you and your happy moments. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Hi, buddy, straight up. Here. Remember Kim come said here. I'm straight up like the ADD squirrel guy. I see a yeah. kid run by or a squirrel. I'm like squirrel, squirrel. Mwah.
0: Look how big he's getting. What's up, buddy? Oh. Hi, Jackson. No, I just slimed him.
1: You slimed yeah. him. You forced yeah. kisses, daddy kisses. My daughter's yeah. like, get the daddy kisses off my face. I'm 14.
0: Oh, dude, dude. Earlier today, we'll just to change the subject for a second. I had the ultimate "oh, daddy" moment. Barb's like, she goes, "Oh, do you want to go do something with daddy?" He goes, "No, thanks."
1: He <laughs> could be tired. He <laughs> could just be a human being. Maybe he was hungry. <laughs> <You know. laughs> oh, hey!
0: Look at look at the wife makes an appearance on the unfiltered. That experience.
1: was your That was her cameo right there. Yeah, there she is.
0: No, but see, I'm seriously go back to what you were saying.
1: So um, I think we're talking about just connecting to people that are are different than us. So if I were to try to connect to somebody who is very different than me, I'm going to choose the words wisely. I'm going to try to connect with them. But sometimes it's just a general exhaustion to that. And it's not... Again, I think I lost track of where I was, but honestly, it's just not an easy thing. I'm I'm trying to visualize the people. So let me go back to the exact mindset because I had a, a specific point. I mean, the big thing is there's so many people out there. I know what it was. I was saying it's that um, that piece where we started at the same uh, starting point. So we are all pretty much the same. So the arguments that we are having were easy to solve because we're at the same starting point. We hate government. So then we can sit here and go, well, this guy can get rid of the government. This guy... So we can argue about something simple. There's three or four issues about government. That's an easy argument. We can get past that quick. But when it turns into big time integrity issues where somebody's literally just belittling other people and you're going but that's just totally unacceptable and one group says it's it's not a game changer it's okay and you're like what don't you go (laughs) to church you're the one who's preaching church you're the one saying that you love jesus like do you not read the book it's like i don't even read that book i'm like am i am i still in the (laughs) same way and so that's where the breakdown occurred when it got a little more detailed. And I think the powers that be, those people that saw the breakdown of government and the breakdown of the 1% and the breakdown of those who've been leading this world said, we're going to use psychographics to start infiltrating. So in other words, they can say racism's not real because they're not using demographics anymore. They're using psychographics. So they can find a, Cam- a Candace Owens. They can find somebody who looks the part to say, see, even they agree with us. And so then it starts creating confusion. And then the same group will say things like, you know, we love all you guys. So if you're using the love word, saying, we're the people of love. And you're like, yeah, we're the people of love. They're hate. And it's like, time out. You're the ones who just said you wanted to kill us. We never said that. How the fuck are you the people of love? Are, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And so this, this hijacking of terms, this use of psychographics that started with Cambridge Analytica, all of this manipulation Got us to a place where everyone thinks they're right. And here's the deal. Go Google the term um, or uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect. There's a lot of people, Dunning-Kruger, essentially what it just says is stupid people think they're smart because they don't know any better. But I'm trying to be kind about it. Is that Darwinism? Kind of, but a little bit different. (laughs) Essentially, what, what happens is the less you know, the more you think you know. So in other words, somebody in Fox News tells you you're really brilliant. You'll say you're brilliant and you'll keep repeating stuff, even though you can't spell it in your own meme, but you'll keep thinking that you're you're intelligent.
0: (laughs) Worthless. We were talking about worthless before.
1: And then, yeah. And then the other one that blows my mind is the massively intelligent that are in the hypercritical, the hyperanalytical part of the mind, and they never get out of it. They're always in the processing what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And I'm like, this is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. And I'm listening to him talk, and he's easy to follow if you don't get out of your own way. And we know a few of them right now. We're watching a few of them speak and people are following them left and right because they're semi eloquent and they sound smart. And honestly, they're very smart in certain stuff. And they're extremely emotionally inept in other spaces. And I'm going to say it just like that because I'm watching them and I'm watching what they're saying. And it makes no sense. And they they're missing the point of the terms that they're saying. You can't say that I'm representing love and I'm here for love and I'm here for this. When you're sitting here constantly belittling other people, I don't get it. The only reason I'm even mentioning them is because of their constant nature of belittling other people. Mm. And they, and they laugh and they, they throw a laugh at the end, like, ha Like, so suddenly it's funny. It's like, no, you're an asshole to be honest with you. <laughs> and I'm at that point. I'm at, that's the whole line. Like, where does it end? I'm at the point where, and your other very good point, is we have to move to the kids? Well, they're moving to the kids too. So who gets there quicker? Because you're in a group and you're sitting here saying, you know, maybe there's a different leader to follow. I mean, you know exactly where I'm going with this and I don't wanna bring out the specifics, but I've really been thinking about it. I'm like, hold on a second, who's, that, who's infiltrating the kids? You've got these groups who are taking over school boards saying, we wanna create new curriculum. You wanna create curriculum. You've never been on the PTO. You've never been a part of the school. All you've done is bitch. And now you want to start rewriting the curriculum. So what you really mean is you don't want anything about actual history in the schools. I get it. And so we're really starting to see the racism. We're really starting to see the isms. We're really starting to see a lot show up in this country. And I don't know how much you've done research with that. But right now what's happening, there's lots of people trying to say that educators who are lifelong educators don't have the ability to any longer create curriculum for the school. What they're really saying is they don't want to teach about slavery and things like that. So they want to override the school system. Meanwhile, these are the same people who have never been on the parent teacher association, never done a damn thing for the school, but they're suddenly interested when their old comfortable ways of saying what they want, get away with what they want in their comfortable space might disappear and they don't want that. And I want to be the person who changes that and forces them into the river, so they no longer have that total comfort and bullshit that they've been living in. Sorry, that's what I feel like. Go, Scott Coyette.
0: Yes, the unfiltered experience. Um, I want to go back and uh, catch some of these comments. I'm trying to see them. Um, what the hell's my fucking glasses at? No, I mean this is this is this is what we this is what we need to be talking about. Um, Oh, we got Princeton Clark in the house. He says, learning to communicate is so important. Super. What's up, super. buddy? Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you. Um, Deborah says here, we don't need everyone's validation. So important. Hell no. Um, Princeton says here, it's okay to disagree and still love each other. Absolutely.
1: Amen. Um,
0: Lonnie says, I wonder what would happen at the human body if a kidney cell showed up in the eye.
1: What he's just um, saying there is that, you know, imagine like right now we're saying that we can't work together. Like, why can't we just accept the fact that, as a kidney, I'm a group of cells, I'm still part of the body. I don't need to hate the eye, I don't need to hate the heart. We just need to support one another, and that's what we're missing. We can be tribalized. We can have a group, but we still have to understand we're part of the whole human body as a whole.
0: Yes, yes, and I would think that you know and, and think Hopefully about,
1: this. Right, I was just making sure. Hopefully I said what you were thinking, Lonnie. I'm just making shit up, but I know you, so I figured I was on the right track.
0: Um, I was like, just watching my camera. I was like, Oh, um, you know, and think thinking about the summarization the conversation all in all, you know, it really is. And to the point of, you know, the people that are showing up, like I literally just saw, and I'm, I'm being transparent about this. I literally just saw in my utility bill, like there are open positions in the different dist- districts here in, in Riverside. Well, I'm not Riverside right now, I'm camping, but um, there's different positions that are open on different boards. And I sat there and looked at them and I was like, and I've been a part of those things before, and they're just stupid. They're just fucking crazy. Like, I went to a, a one of these city council meetings about homelessness, and I'm like, I stood up, and I interrupted everybody. I'm like, you guys have no idea. You've never been homeless. I'm like, oh, sir, please sit down, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, you guys don't fucking care about this shit. So I, when I saw that, I was like, uh, there's no way. But again, you and I, Scott, everybody who's watching this, everybody who's partaking in this, whether they agree with us or not, this is what is 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 inviting us all to become a part of the solution and not part of the problem i should seriously go consider being a part of the school board here in riverside california i should go on there i have a, a strong voice i have confidence i should go in there and disrupt what it is that they think is going to be the next agenda item so but for me i'm like i immediately go to default mode and we've talked about this default mode I'm like i don't want to deal with that i don't want to go there i was wasting my time blah, blah blah i'm not gonna it's not gonna make any change but if every single person in this world whether you agree or disagree if we all got involved and we all got involved and more importantly if we all had the open-mindedness to say listen i don't have all the answers like you know seriously and i think about this you know what if i'm wrong in a lot of things that i believe maybe i did take the vac i mean i took the vaccine maybe it is i'm gonna have metals and whatever it is i'm gonna turn into a zombie okay i'm gonna turn into a zombie with my family it's okay it's not a big deal but what if maybe there was something wrong? Then I could have the opportunity to say, you know what? I made a mistake or I misunderstood or I based my situation on emotions and not facts. Maybe this is the thing that I needed to go through to crash to realize what it is that I need to change. You know, I'm not the person I am today because I didn't go through a lot of hard shit and I know the same thing for you. So if we open our mindsets to say, hey, listen, maybe there's something that here that I need to learn from and grow from, from this opportunity that's gonna make me a better person, then well, let's go through that. You know, it's just it's just a matter of being aware that we're all on a journey and what is our truth at this moment it may not be our truth 10 days from now, but as long as we at least have the curiosity and the desire to meet somewhere in the middle. And I know the people that are watching the show are those people. It's a question of how do we impact the people that are on the other side? The first thing we could do is to say, hey, listen, knock, knock, knock. I know you are batshit crazy, and I know, but I really want to understand where you're coming from. And each of us can do this. Like you were saying about the people that were upsetting you. I can sit there, and we could all sit there and say, you know what, I want to understand you. And I've been thinking about the different situations, the different people. And I know the people that you know that we're thinking about. We should have them on the show and say, hey, listen, this is a safe space. You're coming from a completely different position than we're coming from. We understand that your heart and everything else is in the right place, because I do believe that everybody's heart is in the right place. Totally agree. And so we can invite that conversation to come on here and perhaps we can be educated to see yeah. first understand we can set the example for the people that are watch our show to say, you know what, listen, I'm not going to be so obstinate. I'm going to listen. I'm going to open myself up to what other people are saying. And perhaps we can start the conversation there.
1: Yeah. And and, and let's 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 go even more simplistic and, and you're right on. I'm all about that. So let's do that. The only reason that these people are showing up to trigger me, and I'm well aware of the way the universe works, the people who show up or irritate you the most are your lessons. And they're also your impetus to do new things, do bigger things. So they're literally just creating the challenge. What if they weren't pushing me? What if I didn't see a need to put more go love now stuff out there? What if I didn't see a need to go coach more or go train more? Maybe I'd do less. And so maybe what I'm seeing is the universe is saying, we need more of what you're selling. And so we're going to push you and piss you off because we know that's what motivates you. So my interpretation of this whole thing is that if I'm really going to get to the bottom of it, are these people are showing up for me to piss me off because quite honestly, that's my motivator. You piss me off. I'm going to come beat you or I'm going to win or I'm going to solve the problem. So the universe knows me well. Thank you. You suck. I appreciate you. And, um, that's kind of what's going on. And so all it's going to do is motivate me more. So let's bring the people on the show. Let's do all that. Um, one of those people was actually in Austin. And I thought of calling that person saying, let's go get coffee. And I realized I just wasn't in the mood for it. You got to be in the right place to do it too. So I made a decision to not do it. I feel you, brother. I
0: feel you. And I, I'm so glad you brought this up because it's, it's really, we can set the light. And to further what that person had said to me, like, what are you doing, Chris? You know, and part of it, like thinking about it, and even my wife has said this, like, do you have a platform, Chris? You never had these conversations. And you and I have done it to a certain extent. We've had, sure. you know, we've talked about the the murder of George Floyd. We've talked about some very controversial issues. We've had Raquel on the show talking about interrelational uh, relationships and, and what it is to be a parent and to mentor your kids who are going through this right now in this time of life. But, you know, maybe it's an invitation for us to to, to bring our A game more in the the seek first to understand opportunity, and to invite more of these people with differing opinions on our show, and have that unfiltered experience, have that unfiltered experience, a uh, conversation, and perhaps not walk away from you know like okay, uh, I agree with you, but I think really ultimately, and I believe this in my soul, I really do, that most of us, in the entire spinning blue marble that's going through space right now, most of us want the same things. We really, really, really do it's a question about our perspective of what it is that we need to do to achieve them um and for me i think really when we can all start to release and let go of our own pain and the own our own baggage that we're carrying around with ourselves i've seen this with so many people they had so much hate for everybody else but once they were able to release the hate and anger towards their parents. Or towards whatever else, the, towards somebody that victimized them as a kid. Once they were released to, once they were able to release us, we saw this in our own group coaching program mm-hmm. that people were able so much more to have love for everybody else. And I'm a living yeah. fucking example of this. Had I had got gone through the experiences and the changes that I'd gone through, and I had not met you and not met Sally and so many different people, Patricia, oh, yeah. I would probably be way on one side right now, telling everybody to fuck the fuck off. If you did not think my way so yeah. it was because i was open to the journey of rediscovering myself and 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 again i was talking about it the other day on the on show the self-help bullshit. i thought and now i embrace that i enjoyed this because it has made me more connected to me who i am as a soul not as a human to have more love and empathy for everybody else so that those are my thoughts man
1: so I'd love to finish on answering a question and just let let this dangle out there and maybe we could follow up. So Deborah Hansen sure. had an awesome comment. Um, she said, I don't think people's hearts are in the right place when they tell someone they love that they shouldn't be allowed at the hospital if they get COVID-19 and didn't get the vaccine. So I'm I'm on board with you and I got in two arguments because of this. And well, I, I gotta see just, this
0: one because I because I think this is something that we you and I had a conversation about.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to just say this to you because my my outside the box is this if we're trying to be the light and inspire and be the light for other people and be the change then when someone makes a mistake and they get sick we have to be there and support right so i hear that and I, and I do agree with that but i have two friends who are nurses we have one her name is beth and she's out in delaware and one in boston suzanne and suzanne is currently in the group coaching right now and she's a good friend from when i grew up suzanne very recently had someone come into the hospital had covid and guess what she was managing that person and also found out that a visiting nurse lied and said they got vaccinated and got covid and suzanne got covid suzanne was absolutely bullshit because guess what suzanne was visiting her parents her parents are older and they're people who could get sick now they've got the vaccine but she's putting that in front of them because somebody was careless so this is where they it gets very detailed do you always take care of somebody? Absolutely. Like we've got to take care of people. But when somebody's intentionally saying I'm not going to do something because of my beliefs and that can end up killing your parents. This gets really technical real quick because my initial reaction is you're right. Love supersedes all. We've got to take everybody. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. If you don't care enough to do that, these other human beings are the people taking care of you. They're human beings. Why should they be? And, and then you're going to say, well, wait a second. Why would you be a nurse if you don't? I mean, we can go all day on this. But the True. point is someone lied in-house saying they got the vaccine. It was a visiting nurse. Didn't. Got COVID. Didn't even tell. Like, like they supposedly didn't know. She ends up going home to her parents. And she could have given it to her parents. And she was pissed. Like, really pissed. She should be out for murder. She's, that's if But they, that's my they, point. That's my point. So. i yeah, no,
0: that's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Is, that, so, is that is that person up for murder because they knowingly did that?
1: Yeah, and so that's a, that's a whole thing, you know. We we've it's it's really really difficult. Vaccine doesn't stop spread, or lessen symptoms. You know, I'm not disagreeing with any of this. What what I'm saying is, we can go through the science all day long. The point the point being is, it's a very frustrating situation for people working in the hospitals, and that's not what I do for a living. And they're tired of dealing with that. And so. Yeah, Again, we could have show up upon show upon show, um, and that's it's an interesting world we live in right now. We're all on the same page. Let's love each other. Let's stop spreading things that don't make sense and be kind people. Where do we start with that? Absolutely. Person, why don't you go have a drink? Why don't you go play with that little Jackson guy and keep Barb happy and get that Aussie a little walk? I'm going to have another beer and go hang out with the mother-in-law and the ma, the wife. <laughs> awesome, brother. Well, another
0: great <laughs> conversation, guys. Whether you were here live or on the replay, thank you guys so much. And, of course, always go to the unfilteredexperience.com. Go to the website, www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Robert, thank you so much for being here. Deborah, thank you so much thank for being you. here. Princeton, thank you, Clark in the house. Buddy, we got to catch up um we got uh lonnie thank you so much we're gonna all go back and catch up on your comments and personally respond to those so thank you uh darlene for being here um you guys are all beautiful people so let us know, let us know, go to the experience.com, join the Facebook group page. Let us know what conversations you would like to see, what guests you would like to see us have. This is your show. This is a conversation where Scott and I come together and we bring a topic and we bring somebody in here to the conversation, but what is it you want to hear? What is it you want to learn from? This is your opportunity to let us know. So please, 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 we're planning the shows for 2022. We would love to know what it is you want to be educated on. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up, let us know Absolutely. and we'll have you on here. So. We just appreciate you guys being here every Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We love, love each and every one of you. Whether you agree, disagree, the fact is that you're here, opening your perspective, opening your mindset to having a different way of thinking is massively important. We all need to be the change that we want to see. We all want to be the solution that we need to bitch about. Myself included, Scott included, we have these vulnerable conversations because we too are on this journey to open up and discover who it is that we need to become Different perspectives we need to have to embrace and have empathy for other people, but also at the same time, not be pushovers. We all got to stand our ground, and sometimes maybe we need to stand our ground a little bit firmer, myself included. Maybe I need to come out and say, "If you think this, you're a fucking idiot." I don't want to think that because you know nobody's necessarily an idiot because it's just all based again where we've been in our life, who we've who we've surrounded ourselves with the most. So think about that. Think about the team that you have on your that you have in your circle of influence. And are there people that challenge you to think differently? Or do they want you to think the same as they think? Because the, the, the greatest friend that you could possibly have is somebody that says, hey, think about this. Or somebody that maybe contradicts you and causes you to think differently. Because it may root you deeper in your thought, but at least it causes you to think differently about the other person's perspective. And that's what it really is. It's about the truth. And we all have our different forms of truth. And it's important for us to seek to first understand, then to be understood. We love each and every one of you guys. We're going to go back and check out these comments. Uh, my Absolutely. phone's about to die. So Thank Scott, you, love you. guys. Dude, dude, from the bottom of my heart, I love you and I appreciate you. You have taught me so much about love versus fear. You have, told me, you have taught me so much about source and enlightenment and having different perspectives. I just appreciate you being my co-host and my brother in these conversations. So I love you, man. I hope you have a great evening. And Same. I look forward to many more of these unfiltered okay. experiences with
1: you. You know, one of the beautiful things, Chris, and I'll end with this, is when you preach this stuff, you have no choice but to practice it. And so everybody call us out on our own shit. We love it. And the reason we're teaching it and preaching it is so that we ourselves can practice it and spread it like wildfire. So hopefully you guys are doing the same. We love you guys more than life itself. We love you guys. Peace out. Peace, be peace, peace. Do
0: it.